Game's moving way too fast. I am not, we're not ready for the next pitch. This is Mona Lisa Baseball. Did we ever get confirmation what the St. Louis manager was so upset about when he came and stopped the game and started arguing? No. Hmm. But he was pissed. He certainly was upset about something. I watched the game recap and they didn't cover it. Hmm. He didn't say anything bad enough to get him tossed. Looked like he tried to get tossed. He ends up looking like a big whiner after that. It's like if they don't toss him, it's like he just came out and just wanted a bitch. Well, that's kind of part of the manager's job, too. That's right. Same thing with, you know, NBA is you got to be on the refs to make sure that it's in the back of their mind. That if it even gives a tiny bit of sway towards the next call, it's worth a tantrum. I'm not saying you have to do that, but I think good managers that are really annoying do it not just mm-hmm. because they don't know what they're talking about. They're looking for the microest edge possible. It kind of felt like that guy might have been doing that. Like, we've been getting screwed the whole game. Yeah. <laughs> Whether he believed it or not. This guy has a history of getting angry, too, at Adam Pars. For sure. Oliver Marmol. No doubt. It's gamesmanship. And it's good to see. There's some humanity. Yeah, there was. There's some humanity left in the game. That was a real conversation between a manager and an umpire. Your players need to know that you have their back. And... I think that's half the reason these guys go out there most yeah. of the time. Sometimes they're legit just pissed. Like, I can't believe you just called another one. Like, come on. You're not giving us a chance to win this game. All right, you guys see that pitch clock? Yeah, there. You saw the fan. Oh, oh. See ya. Oh, boy. Goodbye. One thing we didn't see was in any of the games was the pitcher taking advantage of all three disengagements. Yeah. The disengagements are significantly decreased, I think, since they oh. inputted that rule. Can't you count how many throwbacks we saw on hardly any between yeah. two games? I mean, I think maybe yeah. four. Personally, I've seen a few more box than usual because of that rule, but I mean, obviously they want to make the game it's working. Like that really does speed up the game. It does. And how many stolen bases did we see? between that, two games that many. two yeah two i was thinking maybe three and they're both safe right yep. by a mile yeah. yeah you say on one hand it worked but one of the main reasons that they said they were doing it was because fans want more stolen bases and that was a way to help get more in the game and we talked about the spring training stats and they were way way up i don't feel like that trend held at least it doesn't feel that way to me. Stolen bases this year in the league are back up to 1999 levels. Stolen bases are way up, like 25% so, or more. I don't remember. We, yeah. So that was like the half season mark. But you're not something. wrong. They were running all the time in spring training because they're trying to test it out. They're probably seeing like, yeah. and it's working. Just send them. I don't know. It didn't really seem like much of a factor. It seemed like get people on and wait for the home run. And a lot of people on the Braves had a significant amount of home runs without all that impressive of a batting average. Guess it doesn't matter. Yeah. They're winning a lot of games. Yeah, but their OPS is like, we grew up when we had like short stops at 240 and you would think that was low. Like, oh, he's only hitting 235. Well, you got guys in the three spot hitting like 215, but the, you know, all they hit yeah. are doubles and home runs. Like, yeah. their slugging percentages are crazy. Yeah. He can run. Uh, okay, so about stolen bases, though, I will say that the game yesterday at American Family, like there were a ton of stolen bases. Some guys stole second and third on one pitch. Like it's happening. I think the games we went to, you know, there was just a, a handful, but mm-hmm. 
I did watch the replay from the game yesterday because uh, the Brewers just called up a new kid, Sal Freelich. And in his very first game, he did not pitch a no-hitter, but he, he's a right fielder. And I think he got two or three hits and knocked one in. Three for three. He had a couple of like amazing catches in the outfield. But today I noticed a bunch of people had already printed up custom shirts with his name yeah. on it. Like, we love Sal. It's like his second game. <laughs> yeah, literally. And I saw those shirts, a couple of ladies, you know, like waiting for their Uber. And I was just like, that's awesome. They're baseball fans. Yeah, three of them. They printed those shirts last night. Mm-hmm. Good job, Sal. I also noticed in a good job Sal moment that they were doing a mini shift on him and he took it down the third base line. Yeah, that was a big AB for him. Hit him where they weren't. I mean, that was really cool to see. I think he went one for three today, right? Or I one think so. I think it was one, one for three. Yeah, his OPS dropped below one, unfortunately. He's okay. four for eight now total, I know. So Okay. Yeah. Right, yeah. So the three hits yesterday and then one hit today. Yeah. Start off to a good career. League leader. I just love that they mini shifted on a guy who they've never even seen him before. Yeah. It's like, no, 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 we got the scouting report. Yeah. Designated hitter number five, Christopher Morrell. Play real baseball. I was anticipating people asking me, what is Mona Lisa baseball? Because we were wearing these shirts that said Mona Lisa Baseball and on the back of it, it says Play Real Baseball. And I didn't really think about like, okay, well, I need to be ready for someone to ask me like what this is. And I finally like decided I knew what my answer was. So today, another guy asked me like, well, what is that? And I just sort of take a deep breath because I know I don't want to get ahead of myself. I'm kind of going, you know, just stick to the plan. And so I'm like, it's a movement. And for example, I'm still a little upset that it's universal DH. And he's like, oh, okay, 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 okay. And um, and then just we started talking about the rules. And and then he's like, well, you know, I like the DH rule. And I'm like, okay, that's great. Yeah, more offense it's good, right? That was his take. Pretty yeah. common take. And then I held my ground and I said, okay, that's great. I just still think that the pitcher should hit. It's just a deep-rooted belief of mine. I just think that that position should also swing the bat and try and hit the ball. Well, that was a great moment in your conversation because – Shohei got mentioned, and he's like, well, he doesn't count. He's a freak. And you said, well, let's make more of them. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Let that become a position that young kids have a dream to become. I want to be a slugging-ass pitcher. Fucking go for it. I know. Let's give Shohei his props. I mean, Shohei is the glitch in the Matrix. He is the big show. Shohei is The the big show. I want more Shohei. I want more Matrix glitches like him. Like, <laughs> this guy just wrote off, oh, well, that's a Shohei. <laughs> so he doesn't count. Yeah, it doesn't he count. absolutely does. And he's the only thing that that's is. That's the thing. He's not a freak. He's a ball player. Right. He's not a freak. Right. He's not Mark McGuire size. He's very reasonably sized. There's nothing that looks ludicrous about him until you watch him play or look at his numbers. Shohei really is doing Babe Ruth things. I have a comparison, actually. Through his first 674 career games, Babe Ruth hit 159 home runs. In Shohei's first 674 career games, has hit 160 home runs. Oh, great. Now, compared to Babe Ruth's first 455 career innings pitched, his Mm. win-loss was 35 and 18. Okay. And 455 also, 
Shohei is 35 and 19. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this is Shohei great. is doing Babe Ruth stuff and he's just flying under this radar. Well, like, he's on a team that, you know, it's not really. What do you mean under the radar? I hear, I hear his name all the time. I just don't time. feel like do he's mean? getting props. He's on the cover. I just feel like he should be everywhere. Well, he needs to go play for a bigger team, a better team. What also doesn't help being a celebrity when he doesn't speak English. Uh, and that's not like a knock on him. That's just yeah, kind of factual. Yeah. Like it's. He can't quite like. You can't be as much a star, you know. Yeah. If you have to go through a translator, you can't have the same star quality. Well, maybe you can, but it's really, really hard to. No, there's an, if you don't speak English in America, you're, you're never going to become as big a star as you would have otherwise. But we have tools for that. He's, you know, he can just hold, speak into something and then just... It doesn't matter. You don't, people don't feel like they get to know his yeah, personality. Like in terms of star quality. He's less relatable because he does not speak English. It's just true. To the American. To hey, the... Um, well, um, we're playing baseball in America. Is, is it not a global sport? No, it's not. Sure it is. Okay, sure. They play in South America and Japan, but nowhere else. Dominican Republic. <sighs> Baseball is not a world sport. It's not. Yeah, I guess it's a bit of a quagmire that MLB has on its hands here is they finally have a Babe Ruth type of player. Is baseball not an Olympic sport? It's an Olympic sport. Uh, I think How are we it not? is now. Yeah, it's yeah. an Olympic sport. It's a global So game. is the biathlon. <laughs> so I don't think I'm too far off saying it's a global game if it's an Olympic sport. I mean, it's globally known, but it's not globally played. Not globally celebrated. There's pockets of the world that love it. And there's several continents, I think, that they don't give a fuck about baseball. Sure. But everyone knows what it is. But I think to a lot of countries, it's sort of the American joke. Where it's like, oh, they like this game. That's like, I don't really get it. (laughs) It's weird. There's all these weird rules. But they love it. Mm -hmm. They seem to know what they're talking about with some things. But yeah, that's the quagmires. They have a Babe Ruthian type of guy, and mm-hmm. yet he just can't be as relatable to the country that you know would pay attention the most. Could <laughs> never mind. <laughs> what? I was just gonna say like rap and dance and like crack funny jokes. <laughs> like everyone would love him. It's like yeah. that, this guy's amazing, right? But it's pretty hard to be like you know. Show his new hit single just dropped. Right? Yeah, he's not that guy. <laughs> It's like, dude, he's the funniest, uh, quickest wit. Like, uh, we'll never get to know right. that part about him as Americans that don't speak Japanese. Right. We can't know who he actually is. Look at the true superstars in sports now. They have really bubbly personalities. Like, you would want to hang out with them, like Steph Curry. Sure. Not only is he an amazing basketball player, he just seems like a cool guy. Whether he is or not, he comes off that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think this is what MLB has been trying to create or discover in themselves and you can see it in the all-star thing with the red carpet is they want stars so bad and they just haven't been able to figure out how to get the country to feel the same way about them yeah and it's really hard to force something to be popular now i want to clarify which red carpet are you talking about was that the red carpet they walked down in their tuxedos before the game that's the only one i saw yes or is it the red carpet that they walked down from center field oh my god in their unis i'm sorry in the national league or american league unis yeah 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 i was referencing the tuxedo the tuxedo one tuxedo red carpet yeah Yeah. no but Mm -hmm. when you said it like they're stars see they're stars i mean it's like (laughs) 
It's nauseating. All stars. Well, yeah. I mean, but if you're the league, it's actually, it's not a bad strategy. We need stars. If we can get that, we're going to, attendance will go up. Yeah, I guess it's like, it's not nauseating because it's a bad, there's just something about it that's forcing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Enough said. Again, okay, if you want to have stars, keep guys on your team for a decade yeah. that are good. Yeah. It's super easy, you guys. Yeah. And everyone will love this guy. Just keep him on your team. I know. Fucking Sabermetrics just blew that one out of the don't, water. Don't pull him out when they're getting a no-hitter in the sixth. Mm. And you'll get stars. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think Shohei would be a much bigger star if he could speak English. Um, I also think Barry Bonds would have been a much bigger star if he wasn't a complete asshole. <laughs> you want to force these 22-year-olds to be stars when... Yeah, this whole movement of, oh, let them be themselves, like let them celebrate their home runs. That doesn't make you a star when you stand at home plate and watch your home run and you go, well, he is hitting 216 and it is his fourth home run of the year and it's July. Like that doesn't create a star. That doesn't create respect. I think that's a load of BS. Mm -hmm. But yet that's what's kind of being encouraged. Like we got to do, there's like this clamoring for stardom. We got to create stars and stars create themselves. Like Joe DiMaggio wasn't this like super flamboyant look at me guy, obviously long time ago, but for some reason the country fell in love with him and he's as big a star as anyone. And he didn't seem to be doing anything spectacularly, although he was supposedly a very, very exceptional dresser. (laughs) I Um, heard he was a good teammate, right? Is that right? I think it was a really different time where actually the funniest joe dimaggio uh teammate story i know of was mickey mantle played his rookie year and he said no honestly joe i didn't talk to joe the whole season it was like you don't you're not just a rookie talking to joe dimaggio it doesn't work that way and i mean that just shows you it's a different time yeah but no one's gonna speak ill of him right you know he was in that almost god status you know he'd been in the league 15 years he was pretty much towards the end it's like it's like, Man. hey, hey, you don't talk to Joe like that. The guy was dating Marilyn Monroe. Married. He wasn't still playing when he was with Marilyn Monroe. He was retired. Mm. Roger. But yeah, I think there is no quick fix to stardom. Like, look what happened to fucked up as it may be Aaron Carter. Like, you can't just force stardom on people. They have to make their own star power. And it's hard in baseball because it's slow. You need yeah. this uh, exceptional talent that does things special. Like you play like Jackie Robinson, people can't take their eye off you. Obviously, there are other reasons people wanted to watch him play, but everyone agrees he was absolutely magnetic to watch. And how can you be magnetic to watch when your manager's pulling you out with a no hitter or to Clayton Kershaw at a fucking perfect game? Pulled him after seven. You know, that doesn't create stars. And it seems like baseball is always fighting against itself where it has to overcome these things by like taking out some really special parts of the game and you can't just like one step forward one step back and think it's gonna like everyone's gonna catch on amen i really didn't like and i don't know totally what it is but watching that second baseman hit a home run a pretty home run and stare at it and the other team let him get away with it. It's just there's something about it that it's like, that's not good baseball. Look at my launch angle and that makes me a star. I just, I don't see that working. I don't see that bringing new people in. 
No, you become a star by like a really cool bat flip. Yeah, like something really gets lost. Like the gentlemanly part of the game gets lost. And it seems like while that might not create stars, it creates a product that has a mystique. Mm -hmm. And when it's just like celebrations only, it goes a little bit more towards video games. And when you go more towards video games or comic books, the mystique of the actual game came from the longevity and uh, even being at Wrigley, I didn't feel a mystique in baseball. I, I saw more advertisements than I wanted to see. Hmm. I saw way more Jumbotron than I wanted to see. And even the way they spoke about the rooftops of like this quabble that they had <laughs> going on for decades. And it's like, how greedy do you have to be? You own yeah. a baseball club and you're mad that rooftop people are watching the game for free like that's your biggest fish to fry i didn't hear it as much in the regular game but when you take the tour it's like saying the word historic 10 times in over an hour like doesn't make me feel like i'm in a special place yeah especially when the tour guide's like younger than you are <laughs> he did a great job I he did a great legit job legit fist bumped him after the thing that was great thank you but yeah yeah, yeah. i think a kid. that's something that they're telling like if this wrigley brand is going to be worth something we got to jam this historic shit down their throats and it's a show we went yeah. to a show we right, got we right, got right. entertained right some nice views in order for there to be a star there needs to be some respect with the fans Yes. Is that, is that, a, would you say that's correct, A1? Um, like, what makes a star? If you could just put it simply. First thing I think of when you ask that question is I have to watch this person play. I got to find out. That's kind of my first thought of what a star is. There has to be some sort of clamoring to just watch the person do their thing. And I feel like that's where it begins. Mm -hmm. And then it can grow bigger from there if they're relatable. Or if there's an extreme, you know, a Derek Jeter type where there's extreme respect of this guy held down shortstop in New York for a long time. I've never heard a bad word about him. You know, that sort of thing adds potential star power. But I think it right. really starts with you got to watch this kid play. So what the individual might be doing off the field, can that alter their stardom? I think that enhance. can help it can enhance, but it's going to become a pretty lame act if they're not also performing on the field. Yeah. Like you have to keep that high pedigree. And Babe Ruth came in with a really hot start once he got traded to the Yankees. Great player for the Red Sox, but things really took off when he went to the Yankees. He was larger than life. And then there was a couple year span where he was nowhere near that. And like the star was falling and he had to clean himself up and get his hat going again. And America doesn't like anything more than a good American comeback story. And so they loved him more than ever when he was able to come back and drop 59 bombs, 60 bombs, things like that. But you, if you're going to be a star and your star is going to continue to rise, you got to be winning. And winning doesn't mean you don't have to win titles, but you got to be performing in your sport. And those guys I brought up, Babe Ruth, Derek Jeter, they didn't really have slip-ups in their career outside of maybe some pretty small things. Like the Babe had bad season, but it's like he hit 28 homers instead of, you know, 48. And it's like, you know, that's not miserable baseball, but it's not Babe Ruth standards. 
homeboy hustle. The leg's kind of blocking that. It wasn't even hustling. How long did you have to wait? Can you imagine being a pro and not like a flat guy? I can't. Isn't that just impossible? Oh, 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 wait. Actually, is it in the pocket? Paul second is confirmed, the runner is safe. Oh, wow. Oh, oh, you make 30 million dollars a year. Give me 30 million, I'll run. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and call out a player, a Cardinals player. I had never seen this player really play. I guess I have, but you consider Nolan Arenado a star. I mean, it just proves that money doesn't really, the big bag doesn't make the star. It's really how you play. Um, this man makes $29 million a year, and he'll be making $29 million a year up until 2027. But what I was expecting out of him is solid play. And when I see him in the late innings oh, of a ball game, the guy. <laughs> hit a ground ball with the potential of an inning-ending double play, when you really need to get on base and you don't try and hustle that play out, that player is no longer a star to me. And so Nolan Arenado died. That star has uh, fallen. Extinguished. <laughs> Extinguished. <laughs> he ran about 75% down that line and he was out by a shoestring. Oh, so close. Yeah. His team needed him to get on first to keep that rally going because they were down run. Maybe he got wet. <laughs> Yeah, it but looked pretty slow. Even the Cardinals, you know, around us, they were booing him hard. You make thirty yeah. million a year. You need to hustle down the line. Yeah, and like, yeah, yeah, you do. He needs to show leadership also in that situation. You don't even have to run that much in baseball. Just go ninety feet, full speed. Ninety the, feet. The guy goes do it full speed. Eighty percent. You know, he's safe, but he chose to go seventy. He really did. He doesn't want to get hurt. Like, oh, I don't want to get hurt. It's just, it's wet out here. He could feed that line of bullshit to his coach and just say, hey, coach, I'm hitting fourth this squad. You don't want me to pull a hammy, do you? 100% <laughs> dude, the guy got reamed after that because they were watching the video and they're looking at it and the whole analytics team is going, uh, <laughs> we're expecting you to run because look at this. You probably would have been safe. Yeah. Look at this. This is why we ask you to run when it's time for you to run in baseball. Yeah. Doesn't happen that much. Do it. Boo. I did not know who he was, and I did not know he was making $29 million, So that mm -hmm. I only heard that line. I thought that was kind of in reference to baseball players in general. I didn't realize it was like, ooh, Specifically super targeted. big stacks. Yeah. Yeah, that's so remarkably unacceptable. <laughs> yeah. When I played, I remember if I hit a ground ball that I knew was going not in a hole, I would be so angry that I would run full speed because I would do yeah. anything yeah. to you still run it out to get to stand on first somehow. I know it's rare, but like every once in a while, shortstop drops the ball. No. Every once in a while, he makes a shit throw. Every once in a while, first baseman has to dig it out of the dirt and doesn't get it right away, and you're safe unless you're walking. Yeah, yeah, and I'll bet you can't name too many stars that are known for kind of loafing it. No. How often did Iverson loaf? <clears throat> you know there was the funny line about uh you guys saw airplane the kareem abdul jabbar skit that's a classic one where he was a supposed loafer tell us about the kareem abdul jabbar skit <laughs> you're kareem abdul jabbar no kid i'm just a pilot no no i've seen you play my dad has season tickets uh just doing my, my job kid uh no 
He says that you don't really try huh. unless it's in the playoffs. Huh. And that sometimes you don't even care. And at this point, he just grabs him by the shirt and he goes, listen, kid, I've been hearing that bullshit since UCLA. You mm. tried dragging Walton up and down the court for 48 minutes. See how your old exactly. man feels about that and pushes yeah. him away. <laughs> and the kid has that like shell shock <laughs> look on his face. Great scene. Really great scene. The movie's crazy. Mm. By the way, that movie in many ways is a shot for shot remake of this like old war movie only oh. with comedy. Yeah. Oh. So they've been doing remakes for a while, you guys. This is not a new phenomenon. Yeah. Supposedly when Leslie Nielsen got hired for his first comedy, Everyone thought it was a huge mistake because he's he'd he's only done, actor, he'd only yeah, done he serious. A, he movies. was a total serious actor. And the deadpan works <laughs> amazingly. How did they know? Can I just say Leslie Nielsen's comedic timing is I don't think there'll ever be a guy who is funny in that way as good as he did it. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Just a fucking legend. Yeah. Really good for that role. So I'm not old enough to know that about Abdul Jabbar, but supposedly that's been a knock his whole career. But he proved them all wrong. But that's basketball where you're running all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know in baseball to not run out of ground ball is just right. unfathomable right. to me. Your play is one out of, yeah. you know, you get 45 minutes in between plays. I mean, come on. This is baseball, dude. This is baseball. He's not coming up to bat winded. <laughs> no. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, you know, my uni was really soaked. It was heavy. I think the second rain delay was the star of the show, really. I mean... We were the last people in our section to give up. But when the rain delay was over, all the seats filled right back up. So nobody left the park. Very quickly. Yeah, that was was pretty cool. Yeah. But during the rain delay, I got to say the music was good. They played all your classic rain songs. The only one that I was hoping that I would hear that I I didn't was one milli yeah, vanilli blame it on the rain uh-huh. and it's the the only big disappointment of wrigley experience. you can't play those songs anymore because uh, they don't know who to pay the royalties to yeah i was gonna say that song's probably banned major league baseball banned that song <laughs> okay we got two guys who can sing and then we got these two really hot guys that can't sing <laughs> i got an idea <laughs> let's make some songs now the songs were already made have you ever seen what the yeah. band looks like oh, that no. actually sings them they're not attractive. Yeah, they're just like, they got the middle-aged wash-up look. Um, Bald? Ah, kind of. Oh. Aging musicians. Yeah, just like aging musicians. Receding hairline. That's, that's they made like poppy songs. But they're good. They had like three number ones. Oh, yeah. And then everyone found out. That was probably... Did they think they weren't? people weren't going to find out? No, here on their side, it was pretty great where it's like, they're not in it to become megastars. They just thought they could like make a living... And then you start blowing up. You're like, well, should we tell? And it's like, eh, money's kind of really rolling in right now. Maybe we can hold off just a little bit longer. This is what baseball needs. We need really charismatic guys to come out and give interviews. And then their lookalike that can hit to go play baseball. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. how you get a star. Some red carpet action. Yeah, we get a Shohei Otani lookalike. Speaks perfect English in a southern drawl. Yep. And he can rap. 
I think every baseball player has that idea. 